Ooh, that was that was smooth. But learning to lose. Wait, Billy's got to do the beat. God damn it! I keep going. Just go one more time, Billy. This ain't a rap song, and it ain't the blues. We're just breaking it down for learning to lose. Smooth. Nice. Smooth jazz. 95.5. Wow, you do have the voice, man. K95.5, the rock. Too bad there's not radio anymore. That's brilliant. You'd have a career. Let Sam hear it. What? I do my little voices. Could we Sam? Let Sam hear it. Oh, here. Oh, Oh. It, it sounded like you were just moving your mouth. Yeah, I know. Like I know. nothing. It's a weird thing that happens with my voice Wait. and microphones. Welcome to the Learning to Lose podcast. We got a lot of people here tonight. So, One, two, three, four, five. Okay. So I'm on four. Okay. Um. So yeah, we'll, we'll do better next time. Oh. Thank you. And, and we got the teeth situated now, right? You know how to do that. Bring it down. Uh, um. How are you? How are you, Caleb? I'm a little all over the place right now. Okay, cool. Well, you're sober. You're sober. Very true. Can I borrow Yeah. So, uh, uh, we have Johnny here. Uh, you guys probably know Johnny. Johnny Crump. He's our fourth resident. Wow. Was he really our fourth? Well, maybe not. Maybe not, but... You're the fourth one that's actually stayed, because I think that Louis and Jose were here. No, I was here before Jose. So who was here? Oh, but Abby was here. I was here. Abby was here. Jordan was here, and there was Rudy. That's it. Yeah. Oh, Caleb was here. Oh yeah, Caleb was here. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Caleb, Jordan, Abby, and Rudy were here. Okay, right. And then Jose came, and then Carter came, and then Lovey came, and then. There was that crazy homeless guy that you, that had to leave. Right. That was oh, that's right. God, man. I wish... You know what I really, really wish? Yeah. I really, really wish... That was a good movie. Yeah, Short Circuit. Number five is alive. Yeah, and I... Number five is alive. Oh, God. It's so bad. <laughs> I really, really wish... That made me cry. Me that too, movie. as a kid. Flight of the Navigator, too. Oh, that's a good one. Well, I haven't seen that one. Comply. So you guys, if you're going to talk, you have to, like... Just lean into the mic. Gotta be in the microphone. <clears throat> try not. I to. wish a little bit of Johnny's voice would wear off on me. I just need a little bit, just to bring it down. Just to. to oh, no, you just you just have to play with your voice with your stomach. Oh. You, you can be anybody you want to be, <laughs> but you can also be anybody you want to be. Yeah, I'm Billy. You could be Billy. You could be all kinds of Billy. Oh my god, that sounds like a threat. Come over here, Billy. <laughs> I'm scared We've now. We've been in this cell together for a long time, Billy. I can show you different. You're worlds. reminding me of someone I once knew right now. <laughs> there was a smack of Morgan Freeman in there. I wish that we could have like really like shown the whole thing, all of it. Andy from Dufresne. From, uh, <laughs> you know, from Tullis oh. to Casey to just at, to, 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 uh, uh, to Cassie. Just, I wish that we could have just really showed all of it. The whole, the whole thing. You have it on those little cameras. You no. just have to go through it all. No. Oh, you don't have Plus, it. I can't, I feel like we can't really. But we could tell uh, the story what? later. Yeah, you know what? We probably could. 
because we have all that stuff. We have, like, I mean, look, here's the thing, Johnny. Like, if you film 24 hours, it's not, you need, like, the five minutes that you're going to use right. from that 24 hours. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, whatever. Yeah, I think we probably can tell the story once we get some space and we feel more strong as a house and I don't feel like we're so weak. Right. I don't know if the house is weak or if just, it's just a brand new <laughs> No, no, no. The house is, feels strong right now. But and I mean, when a, COVID was in the house, oh, like, wow. it sure. felt pretty like it was – I don't know how, I, how we got through that. It was because it was still – we were still starting and I felt like there wasn't – as much to lose and, but i feel like now we have like a solid now it's kind of like we're at the place where it's like all right you need to either sink or swim like i'm not getting any more like right like the investors are like Good all right we we, we 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 sent you off and now you need to fly or else right we're not like helping you how does that feel like like uh, it's like really scary yeah that's what i was talking about during the meeting johnny was sharing about wanting to rush the, rush the process, but then also like realizing that you're right where you're supposed to be. And me and Billy were talking about how be careful what you wish for because like the more you get, the more you have to like... The more responsibility you have and the more fear you can have. And it's just, it's a lot. Just be aware of the mic. I know this is... <laughs> Freedom is... I know this is your... It's just another word for saying you have nothing left to lose. Yeah. That's a great. This is. I know this is Billy. Only Billy's hundredth podcast. So I'm still gonna. I, I'm a. Le- I'm a slow learner. Yeah. I'm a slow learner. So. You have to tell me 268 times. <laughs> <laughs> Where I can hear Sam's voice through, even though he's yeah, not, oh, not the same. Not when he doesn't talk into the mic like uh, he just did. So, um, so Johnny was really tripping earlier today oh you know yeah it was a compound interest thing first i'd just like to preface with i was i i was painting all day and uh i i came home and i was filthy and uh, still filthy and i was on the reflections table reflecting and i had about four thousand words left to come up with and the topic was something like well why don't you make your bread you you know and i, I just why don't of, you what why don't you make your bed in the morning or something like that and and you know, when you have 4,000 words, I got into, like, the deeper recesses of my subconscious. And then I'm, I'm hearing everyone sort of fellowshipping in the other room. And and just this – I started putting together these puzzle pieces that didn't really exist in a puzzle that's really not real. That was just working – my alcoholism working me up towards a, a resentment. And uh, I, I think one of the problems with uh, with my thinking is that I have a compound interest. I was telling Pat about this the other day where it's not the thing. Like people don't get divorced over the affair. They get divorced over like the toilet paper. The know? spilled milk. Yeah. Or the, the little the little things that add up over time, you know. She wants that's to watch true. this. Yeah, oh, but compound true. interest is not specific to you. I understand that it's your term, but like everyone is constantly running on compound interest, which means that your reaction to everything is based on every experience you've had up until that moment. In the day, the hour, the week, the month, the year beforehand, the childhood, it all backs up behind you to to manifest like as your experience is. and perception oh, of the moment. 
So like it's all compound interest. Right. So I'll tell you what happened. Caleb, well, but, Caleb, but, but noticed. That, hold on. But that's why we. And then when you move it around, just be really careful. I mean, you might as well not even move it because every time you move it, it's like this like really loud noise. Um, so I should just. Just like, just be. A, I mean, you can move it a little bit. Okay. Just be aware of it. Um, Started with sorry. an energy oh, drink. Hey, Caleb. Yeah, we need to get those. <laughs> Where are you? It all started with an energy. It all started with bang, Crap. baby. I want a bang. No, literally. Do you know about this? Big bang. No, no. I drank a bang. Thank oh, you. did today? This is crazy. Order the no, no, Caleb, didn't tell. Didn't you get thrown out of the house? Like right now. No, it was. It, it literally was something. Are you talking about the sound on the table? Yeah. Gotcha. Tell me about the bang. So Caleb noticed that I was drinking a drink called Bang. Which is illegal in the it's, house. It, no, no, it's not. It's actually just coffee and protein. But it's in such a similar can, and it's an energy drink, but it's... No, it, it, it is a Bang drink, but it doesn't have... It's not like an energy drink. It's coffee and protein. But hold on a second, dude. Everyone just chill. Mm, that sounds good. Because Sam just said something I want to like, just kind of like, yeah, we all have, but that's why, like, we all have compound resentments with interest, but that's why we have to clean our slate constantly in, in AA. We have to keep like making it right over and over and over so that it doesn't build within us. And then also if you have a relationship, like for me and Veronica, like I have to help her see like where she's resenting me and like i have to help her like not have that turned into like some crazy shit by acting the right way because sometimes she doesn't say she's upset and it's just like 20 times later she's like really upset mm-hmm. yeah because she didn't tell me the first time i know why didn't want to what i mean bro that's like and i've found that that's like partly like my job to realize As like a good husband is mm, to be like yo like yeah are you okay like i can see like i feel like something's off like what can i do like where am i and Whoa. then remember that one time you guys came up and we're like we're obligated to learn to read minds well remember when you came up and you were like you and her both like called me out hard, oh yeah bro. a couple times we're like pat you're something or another that was gnarly. But look, so yesterday you Question. and I had an interesting conversation about this because I was saying like everybody gets an off day and you were like, no, if you're married, you don't get to come in the house and uh, be like, mm. I just need a fucking minute and everyone can back off. <laughs> and by the way, like as I said to you at the time, like there is a reason I'm not married. Like I was that guy. Like I, w- I wanted a mental health day every four minutes and um, ultimately <laughs> to be left the fuck alone. Well, the reason that that came up is because, like, Shane was like, I just want to be left alone. And everyone in the house was, like, pulling him up on, like, his, like... So to take that a moment further, just, like, as someone who I would consider has a strong marriage and a strong foundation to your relationship and also someone who operates in your relationship with your wife in a healthy way, um, is it never okay to need a minute to just... Not no. have to like want to process and talk about it right now, like, but just to take a second. Yeah, it's okay, of course, it's okay. I'm usually not the one though who wants a minute, I want to fix it right now. Well, no, I mean, I'm that's like why I'm asking too. you because I know that you're the guy who's like, let's get under the hood and like, but, but I need to be able to like let her have a minute. Mm-hmm. But like, for someone like Shane who's in new recovery, like, his minute will turn into like the darkest place if he's not talking about stuff with people in the house, right? Yeah. 
and also, I mean, I remember when I was nearly sober, I left a meeting and I was walking through London with this three or four other people. And this woman, they, they asked me to come and have tea with them. And I said, you know, I actually, um, and she goes, do you need to go home and sit by yourself? And I felt like she'd stripped me naked in front of everyone. But it was that horrible thing of like, fuck, she's right. I she want said, to go what? home right, and dude, sit That's by the myself. story of my life. Can, sorry. She said what? I, she go, she said, are you coming for tea? And I said, um, I, I actually have to, and I was trying to come up with something and she goes, do you need to go, and, do you need to go home and sit by yourself? And I, and she was pulling my cover. She was like, mm. she was saying like, Did I see you? you. Did this person know you? She's an alcoholic. She's just, she's like, oh. it was one of those, we know us moments. Like mm -hmm. you can't hide in front of us. We know us. Can you I know? just take control of everything right now for a second? Okay. Please. For continuity you're sake. Going to. I just want to know what resentment Johnny has, and then we can move on. Yeah. No, I was I was going to bring it back to that too. In the voice of Morgan Freeman. I'm sorry. Well, no, no, no. Don't do that. What? What? I the 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 current thesis is that I, I don't have a resentment anymore. If we want to get into what That's I thought truth. was going on, um, I. Well, you can. You know, you don't. Yeah. So I just need to know what you were going to say. This would take me about two minutes of, of uninterrupted screen time. Okay, two okay, minutes. That's is. a long time, bro. So, Oof. so good. So there was a night that I was watching uh, the Gospel of Luke with Daniel in the garage, and that night Shane came to uh, sort of weasel his way into contracting with Daniel about giving his non-com Rudy the painting, and I was upset because I, one, I knew it, he was breaking the little non-com thing. But two, I was like, you know, he's getting awfully close to Danielle, and I'm, and this is my time with my friend. I was here first, and he was like, so I, so I got, a, I got jealous of not being able to spend time with my friend since we like, you know, used to spend all kind of time, and since I'm a client, they don't get to spend any time with her. A, a resident, a resident, yeah. Oh God. So, so I texted Danielle, and I could read the text, which would actually be. You texted her while she was in the room with you? No, no, I left. I was like, he, Shane was like, can I, have, uh, can I have the room, please? No, he said, can you guys leave? And I was like, motherfucker, who is you? I was here first. So me and Carter left, but we just proceeded to smoke cigarettes and listen to him do the, do the thing. So I texted. <laughs> this is so funny. I texted Danielle this text, and then I got back this horrible response, which, which gave me a resentment. Um... Right here. What did you text her? Um, right here. It said, I said, she goes, I said, good night, buddy. We'll hang out some other time. Sometimes I feel like I got to, I got to make a damned appointment to spend any time with you. You know, she goes, laugh out loud. I'm still listening to Luke. I go, I know. I just don't like that mopey little starving artist act he pulls while you paint. It's like he might as well be holding your hand and shit. What would Rudy think if she walked in on him being that close? It's too much. I know you got to spend time with client or with residents, but he's doing so much mopey, sad boy, seducing shit for my taste, and all the guys are talking about it. Like Carter mentioned it, and Reese, and pretty much everybody's asking me, "Does that shit seem off to you, Johnny?" Everybody. And at first, I was like, "No, not at all." But now I'm like, "Mm-hmm." Shane is getting way too comfortable with you, dude. So I just went to bed because it's distracting. She goes, "Johnny, this text is off. Seriously." I said, "I didn't think so." She goes, "You're acting like Rob." I know. I said, "I, I thought you should know. I'm not Rob." She goes, I don't care. I'm the owner. I said, okay, then. She goes, I can be however I want with the clients. I go, okay. She goes, I'm not being inappropriate. These are my kids. I said, I didn't think you were. I said he was. She goes, forget it. 
She goes, she goes, forget it. Good night. I'm, I said, uh, forget about it. Good night. I'm not fucking Rob. Laugh out loud. She, I go, I just wanted to hang. I'm mad because I never get to chill with you. Forget it. Fuck this. She goes, good night, Rob. I said, that's cold. She goes, this is insane. I said, well, I'm a crazy newcomer, and you're my friend, and I never get to hang out with you at all. So I got a little bit off. Let me be human a little bit, okay? I don't like, I don't like dudes asking me to leave the room so they can have mopey little dreamy private time when we were listening to the gospel together. I thought it was off, and now I'm over it. Stop being cruel to me. I'm not right. Well, and, and, and the then funny- she goes, good night. I love you. I said, good night. I love you too sometimes. She goes, bye. The funny part. And then part- I go, why, why the bye? She goes, sometimes stop. Okay, You're being ridiculous. <laughs> Wait, is this the two minutes he had, he was supposed to have That's two minutes it. uninterrupted? That's it. No, but this is the be- so that was the beginning of the little resentment. Then she didn't talk to me again. For but like- yeah, but first I just want to say <laughs> that um, Shane got like a huge essay for that because he was manipulating Danielle. Right. So you weren't off. Yeah. No, but she thought I was off and being she, jealous. She, they but were both off. That didn't right. sound like a mess of text to a friend. Yeah, well, she thought I was being like her ex. So anyway, well, so no, I got all butthurt and thought I lost a friend for like weeks now. Right. You're isn't... skipping over what I'm saying. Oh, we'll say it in the mic. Does anyone else feel like that didn't sound like a message to a friend about a movie hang? Well, backstory, Johnny and Danielle have known each other for a decade, and they used to be really close. Okay, what does that mean? Yeah, but not that close. Well, that means Johnny knows Danielle very well, and he was pulling some covers. I can see some covers being pulled right there on her and, and Shane as well. I was I was trying to without being a douchebag, but yeah. then she, she, I guess it went farther. It, it was really kind you're of... You're complaining about her getting mad attention. What's your question? Though? Yeah. What's your yeah, question, Yeah, Sam? yeah, yeah. That so was also a thing. Sam, that sounds was, more like... Sam's nah, just... Yeah. That does sound like the words of someone who's... Not just annoyed about their friend not hanging out. Johnny's a little jealous. Danielle got some covers pulled, and Shane got in big trouble for doing that. Yeah, and the truth is, is that like Johnny has mixed. There was like, a step further though. Complex, like mixed, like deep emotions and feelings for Danielle as a friend, nah. and. As a friend, I really don't. Oh, you don't. I really, untrue, really don't. untrue. You oh. guys have. I mean, you guys no, have. A relationship. Everyone throws this at me lately. However, and it's not true. That's what I was trying to yeah, suggest. No, is no. that yeah, that I know. seemed like it was pouring out of you? Yeah, and you're and, you're and you're right. right. Whether he denies it or not. Yeah. Because I've known you for over two years now, maybe, and like uh, it's the yeah. same maybe. theme. Over and over again. No, it has to do with the angles of the approach, right? D- Doug. Don't hear me just, out. No, no. You hear me out. Damn, You're advocating for your alcohol. No, no, no. All right, you, you got two minutes. You got two whenever minutes. Whenever you say I don't the thing you minutes. need to understand, <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> you're about to advocate for your alcoholism. It's all good, bro. Are you trying to say well, that you don't have feelings for her as a friend? No, no, I do. Okay, so that's all I said, and they're deep. Yeah. But that's, the, so then why are you denying it? No, because because her her sentence was jealous Rob and like Rob. So I wrote a breakup letter. For okay, him so to break is up. there any part of that? Right, you totally should... different animal. I know no, Rob, no, no, but, here, but here's the circle, right? Remember, is there even a tiny part of that circle? Is there a tiny part of what she's saying that's on? This is going to be the difference between him yeah, getting sober yeah, and yeah, not being well, able to stay sober. Okay, okay, okay. No, like in a tiny part of the pole pie, there's like, there's like, 
0.5% rum. But not no, no, no. Rob. I'm not, dude. Fuck it's not Rob. about. This is not about Rob. It's crazy. That's what she texted me. Who the yeah, fuck is Rob? Her, her ex boyfriend, Rob, the FBI inspector. Yeah, but she would call Johnny. Him the FBI I'm not. Inspector. I'm not talking about whether or not a tiny part of you is Rob. I'm talking about is there a tiny part of you that's like jealous, ex type vibes. No, not for well, her. Your reaction no. to her message. No, it, it was. It you was. Didn't think she was right. No. Um, when when we were hanging out, and then I was asked to leave the room by Shane. That's where the jealousy came in because she should. I, I thought she should have been like, "Well, I'm kind of hanging out with Johnny right now. Can we talk later or something like that?" But he was like, "Therefore, therefore, the I got upset." We know what so, happened, right? You don't yeah, need to say. But it I don't now. know how to describe that feeling. But it wasn't that type of. We can. It's jealousy. And, and if you can't see it, is it? No, yeah, yeah it is. It doesn't have to be like romantic jealousy. It's just yeah, jealousy. You it know definitely what I mean? wasn't romantic. Jealousy, jealousy is the insecurity that arises around the fear of losing something. Okay. But then, like, then here's guess, the thing. I guess bro. that was. But that. here's the thing. <laughs> and here's the thing with Danielle. But I'm not going to say it. Sorry. I just want you to understand that, like, <laughs> that's what this podcast is all about, and that's why I wanted you to come on. <laughs> Right, because yeah. this is all about us, like identifying our character defects and our insecurities and our flaws, and jealousy is one of all of we all have this, right? Especially for people that we care about, like, and especially members of the opposite sex, who at one time or another we've maybe like wanted to be with. Mm. So like, check so it out. I like attention from her, and when I don't get attention from her, and I see it going to another dude or anything else, then I feel I feel less than uh, less than I used to feel. Which is, she used to give me a lot of attention, and we used to hang out and be like well, what are you guys doing friends, now? you know. Yeah, and now we're, we're now leaving. all of a sudden, all of a sudden, this guy comes in and says, "Can you leave?" This guy comes in and says, "Can you leave?" So that he can get super close and do this thing. That's what upset me. And here's there's a little added thing to it, which I'm going to get in trouble for. Is we we're. That's that's what that was. That that's that's all that was. But according to to Sam's definition of jealousy, then yes. Look, I'll, dude, and, 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 look. that's not the de- that's not my definition. That's just what jealousy. Well, is. can you explain? Tell Pat what what you said. So everyone uses jealousy when they mean it. So envy is the fear, the insecurity that arises around the fear of not getting what you want, and jealousy is the insecurity that arises around the fear of losing something that you have. All right, so in that sense, definition, yes, there was part of that pie that was like that. Oh, it's just like... And, and it's not Danielle. Talking Dan- to Danielle's attention is the thing that you are in fear of losing to other men. Yeah. I just keep wanting to add this one dynamic, but I'm afraid to because I don't want to get... Isn't that want... the point of this podcast? <laughs> it used to be, but now it's all like... It's all euthanized. Yeah, euthanized. Thing, is that the right word? Euthanized? Like... Sanitized? No, you can. Look... You can't, Johnny, you can't talk about what we used to talk about anymore. Yeah, but like, you're, but basically, what you want to say is that Johnny like likes Danielle. No, that's not what I want to say. Oh, what do you? I want was going to gonna talk about Danielle's character, which is probably not cool. Right. But that's yeah. okay. I'll do it anyway. No, I so in uh, that really quickly though, Billy. I don't like her like that anymore. That was on Crystal. No, Beth I'm one not talking about that. Ago. Okay, I'm just okay. Go ahead. Sorry, no, Danielle. You already don't <laughs> like me, so that's okay. Um, 
she gets a little ooey gooey for pretty boys and guys with power. And so I think that plays a bit of a dynamic because it makes you feel less than because that's always your issue is I'm less than these people have money or they're pretty boys or whatever. She gets a little mushy with that. And, and, and you saw that maybe. Because uh, I also I noticed it when you were describing the issue that you had with the pastor. Like it, you used all of the, all of the same uh, emotion in your voice. About that, well, that was, that let's was say it was someone else in the house. Say it was Carter. Would you feel the same? Yeah. Ah. Yeah, no, 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 stop. No. Please stop. This is my podcast. I gotta say something. You literally described the sad boy artist Mopey. You just described it. Okay. So how are you gonna now sit here and say that if it was Carter, you'd feel the same? You wouldn't. No, if he was like up on her like this close, like that close painting and like Yeah, but that's like not contracting. Carter, right? So the reason it, that you felt the way you felt is because of like I don't know the yeah. energy that he has and like who he is and no, like, not really. I'm not threatened by Shane. I just wanted to. I hang never out said, my but we're not saying that you that you are. Well, Billy's putting out this thing that I have this like insecurity about. Like I no, didn't no, care about what, any of the guys I'm, that she was sleeping with when I'm, we were hanging out at all. What I care about is no, like not about her and Danielle. Just in general, that's one of your things. I mean, I've heard you say it a hundred times. Oh, when it's we about the money, together? the money, the money, the, you know, the, the, what do you call it? The, the cartoon money and this and that. And that's always what you, your go-to why you feel less than because you don't come. Oh, but that, that doesn't have to do. Yeah, no, but that doesn't no, have but to what do I'm saying so much. Her is like, uh, in like general. what I'm saying is Danielle is very attracted to cartoon money and pretty boy. Anyway, whatever. We don't have to analyze this shit out of it, but. No, but that's the thing. She's not. She's attracted to money and power, not that's pretty what I at said. all. No, she likes pretty boys too. She dated ogres. <laughs> well, they, well, that doesn't mean she, that's like, maybe because she didn't get the pretty. Like, I'm gonna just use an example. Danielle, you can punch me later in the face if you want. Um, DDA, she was on him like flies on shit, but he's he has money guy. and he's super handsome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what 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 girl wouldn't be? Yeah. So here here's here's the thing. So this situation with Danielle, yeah, not really, stupidly no. fucking handsome. So so the situation is, is like is. it's Great insane. Hair. It's like yeah. difficult not to stare at him. It's like, yeah. how the fuck did I go wrong? Well, he, <laughs> Everything I went wrong in every way. He's uh, he was <laughs> a model in way. Australia, like a big model, yeah. like a super successful model. He's a good guy. He's been on this podcast. He is a good guy. He's yeah. he's been on this podcast the most. And Danielle's wonderful. I love Danielle too. Yeah, he he's been on this podcast. The, he he was the person that has been on this podcast the most until Sam showed up. And now you probably have I just been. noticed you got a Frazetta tattoo on your neck. Uh uh-uh. uh No. No. That's not Frank Frazetta. No, but I should. Oh, it's get a man on a horse. It's just a it's just a horse, a guy okay. on a horse. Okay, so this is let's just I'm just gonna cut to the chase. Okay. Right. Regardless of whether or not she's a friend, you were bugged because she kind of shunned you, pushed you aside, and that's like selfish and that's like um 
you know, it's uh, it's selfish. But it was I, he was also like flirty. You know what I'm saying? Like flirty, like oh my well, they're not jealous. Yeah, but like it was just too much. So selfish and jealous. Yeah, the whole scene was off. No, I'm saying like it was, but your part was you were being selfish and jealous. Because if you take yourself out of context, their dynamic had nothing to do with you. It was no, it was how business. he said it. He goes, "Hey, can you guys leave?" Me and Carter were in there, and I was I was hanging out with Danielle. She was painting. We were talking about the gospel, and then Carter came in to smoke, and then Shane came in and goes, "Hey, can you guys leave?" Why didn't you like bring that up in the in the house meeting? Well, because because well, after that text she sent back, I actually started thinking that I was off. Why did he want and you then, to leave? Yeah, and well, why did he want you to leave? So that he could be with Danielle alone in private with like their little painting thing, but also. I thought that the painting was not contracting. Didn't he walk in and ask you to leave? He wasn't. It wasn't after a while that they'd been standing there, was it? No, he came in, started painting with Danielle, and then said, "Can you guys leave?" To me and Carter. And your assumption was because he wanted alone time. Yeah, it alone. T- but just, alone time to contract about something it just about doesn't, Ruby. It just doesn't matter. Yeah, so I was upset. It but is a only, little bit But rooted, there's one though. more layer. It doesn't matter. She then texted that private text that I thought was between homies, like my, my little jealousy text, to Woody. Who and then like so like to, right. so that so then I was like, okay, now there's another layer of betrayal now. So my my homie is now making fun of me to show me off as instead of like her kind, compassionate, deep, dynamic friend Johnny, now I'm this like like needy little jealous guy and then it's like all right so now i feel really hurt now it's like okay so madison gets attention jordan can call her whenever everyone can call her whenever i don't want to call her but she's not calling me so like then i force myself into this isolation bubble and then blame her for it yeah but hold on hold on a second now i'm hurt too it's amazing you have to you stay in this house and take this shit i would be (laughs) out the fucking door man that's exactly why we have to discuss it because i was building this case dude what are you talking about i would be able to handle this shit you believe what he just said (laughs) totally well you shouldn't because he's insane he sent the text to woody no 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 she She sent the text she did well that's Okay, well that that might have been that makes him look like yeah, it's out of context. It makes him look exactly how he looks, which is like nobody else is sending Danielle texts like that. Yeah, but I'm supposed not to be Carter, a friend, not Madison. Not mm. so you're comparing you're comparing your relationship with Danielle to a bunch of other people who That's don't. That's true because do. you guys yeah. have been friends for a long. So wait, time. here we're gonna unwrap it, right? We're gonna change Billy's perspective on the whole thing, just like Johnny's perspective got changed. First of all. I just want to go back for a second because what Shane did, what Danielle did, how it happened, who was in the room, none of it matters. The only thing that matters is you identifying the part of you that was acting from a selfish and jealous way. That's true. That's it. Well, I went there. I went farther with you upstairs where it had nothing to do with even Danielle. Hold on, though. Let's just identify. You know what I'm talking about? I just want to first identify those two things. Yeah, so those two things exist. That's it. What so it had to do with What are the two things? But that's very true. We always have to do that. You, I, right. any sober alcoholic. Yeah, there's a reason and, I'm asking you. because and Time envy and, and um, jealousy. Because I'm, my sponsor always says to me when I'm in a situation like the one you're in, he will say to me, what is alive in you that if it was dead, this would cease to matter? Mm. And that's the thing you have to kill. It's not Shane. You don't have to kill Shane. You don't have to kill all the guys. You have to kill 
whatever the two things are you just said. Time envy? Because because yeah. here's the truth. Getting time. Whenever we're Attention upset seeking. or aggravated. No, whenever we're upset or aggravated or or angry or sad or in fear, it always has something to do with us. It always has everything to do with us right. and nothing to do with anyone else. Or very little. Or very little. Else. And unless we can find a way to look at everything that way, we're going to end up how you were earlier today. And I've been there before. Yeah, I felt I felt like that opened the door for them to be like. So anytime, oh, so so remember when Woody then called her and said it's the Johnny Show. I felt like they had a little contract about making fun of me now. When I when I said Woody should call nine one one when that situation happened, I had so now I feel like okay. So anytime Woody has a resentment with me, he makes fun of me to Danielle and vice versa. So I built that up in my head but to where it was back like to the narrative. No, no, that was, so I'm telling you the incent. So I'm not, I don't have a resentment anymore. I don't believe this anymore. I, mm-hmm. I we fixed it like about two or three hours ago. Mm-hmm. But prior to that, I was having a huffle puffle. How long ago did this happen? About three hours ago. No, no, the whole situation. Um, going on two weeks. What do you think, Pat? I mean, I can't and Three hours ago, you fixed it? Two weeks. Well, it kept compounding with these little situations that kept you going. fix it and make it right initially. Well, I didn't know who, like, what do I say? What if you I'm call, crazy? You call Danielle as many times as it takes to talk to her and say, but here's the thing is you have to be able to communicate in a way that's only talking about you. You can't say, you can't use the word you. Yeah, but here's the other thing. You have to call Danielle and be like, I feel hurt. I feel like um i'm not important you know um well no because she showed me all those things in the in the in the following weeks by like not okay no text no call no nothing so why would i even like want to like i just felt lower than dog shit and then i get to see woody walking around like all like you know anytime i do anything off he's like okay so i just want to it just was like the um the absolute importance of the 10 step is that in the moment that you had, which is the moment with Shane and the paintings and whatever else, right? Resentments are like a boil on the skin. And in that moment, that boil was right on the skin, red raw and ready to get f- scraped off with a, with a blade. But you didn't do that. What you did was you walked away and you've been talking about how ever since then, everyone's been contracting. The only person who's been contracting since then is you. Building a case for a reason to bust the fuck out of here. So what happens is if we don't scrape it off the skin, it sinks below the surface. And mm. we say to ourselves, I'm fine. I don't care. I don't even care about that. I don't care. I'm fine. Dude, did you fucking hear him say that at dinner? You weren't even here. No. That's literally what he said. Right. I don't even care about this anymore. What He's like, I'm fucked up. I hate everybody. Whatever. Everyone's against me. And I'm like, no, no, no. He's like, I'm like, we need to talk to Danielle. He's like, no, no, no. Whatever. Fuck it. I'm fine. I don't even care. Right. What that means is I want to be fine. I don't want to care about this anymore. So I'm going to try and outrun my own humanity instead of doing the work. Which right. in, at this point requires a direct conversation with the person you have conflict with. Which, which luckily, hap- which God, God, like Danielle's not always at dinner. Right. It's kind of crazy. Like right when I pulled Johnny aside, Danielle just showed up, and I was like, "All right, let's do this," and we did it, and it it made Johnny feel a lot better. 
But untreated resentments. Yeah, I mean, it did. If you can just let me finish, because this is important. Untreated oh, resentments sink below the surface, and they don't come back wait, out. Wait, Billy, what just happened? I Listen said, to what right. I'm saying. This is important, and I'm saying it for you. Okay. Untreated resentments sink below the surface, and we say, I don't even care about that anymore. It's fine. And they don't wait. They don't come back out at a time that's convenient for us in a measure that's convenient. They wait for the worst possible moment to complete... Your alcoholism doesn't want to mildly upset the apple cart. It wants to completely destroy your life. Yeah. You know, it it was... If it had gone unchecked for a couple more weeks, I probably would have drank. If that. Something. Yeah, you'd have been like, everyone's... As you said at dinner, everyone's against me. Everyone hates me. What am I doing here? I might as well go. So that's where that goes. And just so you know, Johnny, like this is why I love this so much. This right now is why I'm so obsessed with running this sober living. And because, everything I'm saying, by the way, is because, not you. It's all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so all so of us. it's because yeah. we get, I get to be a part of stopping the yeah. disease in its tracks as with you. And I know it's not over yet. Like That's why I want to still talk about it. Because you, even though you kind of like talked about it with her and you guys kind of made it right, like it's still not right yet the, the truth is like we i i cherished our friendship because it was innocent it was pure it was deep it was dynamic bro you there was a lot of good stuff fucking videos of you bro do you know how many dick pics she's gotten and she never talked about not it? innocent and pure well dude but we'd also like you have this idea of what dude that was were. crystal meth at 6 a.m. That that, like, but you won. Yeah, but dude, when when you hear, hear me out. Nice. The next day, we're good. We but were good. Is that we went to like volunteer on Skid Row together. It was not a big thing. It's just the reiterating and everyone talking about it and talking about it. And like, oh, my God, girl, why aren't you? It's like that's making it a big thing. Nothing. Like she didn't give a fuck about that. She cared about the text nothing. that said all the okay. mean stuff. Well, nothing's all one way or the other. Right. It's just you guys here. You guys had a, you have a good relationship. You've had a lot of intimate moments, and this is true. But nothing's innocent and pure. No, what I'm Not saying completely. is, what I'm saying is, like that, like I enjoyed our friendship. This thing with like texting, texting that to Woody on the on the staff to staff, like that made me feel like it feels like betrayal. she doesn't want it, like it feels like betrayal. And, and yes. I, I would never text anybody some like shit that she sent me. Like she sent me a lot of stuff about a lot of different. So dudes did you bring whatever. that up to her today? I didn't have time. She was too busy. Oh, you didn't even say upstairs. No, I told I, I told her like you can you could. She's like, well, I can do that with staff. Staff. And I said you can do that with staff, but you don't get to be my friend and do that. Okay, so here's the problem. Do you understand? Like, yeah, but here, here's the problem, dude. This is this is where we're having an issue, right? You're her friend, supposedly. Yeah, but you're but but right now, there's something. You're something that's more important than her friend. Do you know what that is? What? A resident in this very structured sober living. And if Shane sends Madison a text message that gets picked apart by us, the same thing's going to happen with you. Because you're a sick alcoholic that's fault finding and like resentful and like wildly accusatory and um, you jump to conclusions and you take things personally and you're sensitive and just like me, 
by the way. Yeah, but that, I'm sick too. A, We're a, all sick. I'm not saying I'm not singling you out and saying you're sick. I'm saying you're 90 days clean, and this the way that you texted her was that's something that needs to be addressed. I personally think she should have called me, and we should have all talked about it. And that's what will happen next time. But it doesn't really matter. Like what she she makes mistakes too, bro. Like, so I'm just curious, what did she say when you said to her that it hurt her that you sent that text to Woody? She said, hold on. Staff can talk to staff. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're just looking out for your best interest. And here's the thing is you went to, he thinks in his mind that we're like making fun of him. Well, like, the, that's not what's happening, bro. And that's well, an assumption that you're making. There could be a little bit, but the tr- he's right. This is about you recovering. And, Above all else. And we're picking you apart. And I just got to tell you this and everybody in the house, because on a daily basis, I find it so admirable and impressive, like I said, that you guys get shit thrown at you and you deal with it and you stick around and you continue the next day. I just find it so impressive. Like what you're getting right now, you're, you're, yeah, you're no, dealing I mean, with it and you're going to be It here. made me think less of her, bro, in a big way. Like, it's not about well, her, well, though, well, right now. We're just talking about I'm impressed with you being able to take all this shit and process it and continue on in your recovery. And also, you know what? Maybe your idea of her was too high anyway. Yeah, man. We shouldn't be putting anybody on pedestals. Like she's, she's she wasn't on a pedestal. I just thought yeah, I thought I could was. trust her a little bit. Okay, well you can. People make mistakes, bro. Do you know the kind of shit that we've me and her have been through? Yeah. yeah. Uh, like way worse shit than you're talking about. Right. And I'm like I, I, I all I see that is is oh, she's an alcoholic just like me. Yeah. Is she getting better? Is she trying to see her her part? Is she yeah, she's she's growing. So let her grow. Like yeah. if if she like what does that even mean? I think less of her. I everyone I think the same about everyone, bro. We're all Well, like when I said it when I said it hurt me and I felt betrayed, she didn't say I'm sorry or like I didn't mean it like that. She laughed. She was like, Well, how'd you find out? I said, Well Woody Woody told me. She was <laughs> And I'm like, you know, like so like I, I it's not like she's like rushing to hang out with me right now. So like uh, part of her still thinks that. No. Or he's we, co-signing that. We've or all whatever. we've all been there. We've all done stuff we're not proud of. We need to continue talking about this with Danielle and we need to like come to terms with it. Like she's learning a lot, bro. And you she's too. learning a lot about like this structure and like how things work and like what she can and can't do. And yeah. she really is like a big heart, like mom type, you know, yeah. like she's, yeah, like, she which, is. which is kind of amazing because we get to have someone in the house who's like the mom, yeah, like the codependent enabling mom. Who's and, like, if, and if time with her incites the kind of emotional reaction in you that that interaction did, like, if again like i'm always saying things are happening for you not to you so if she's pulling away for a moment it's not forever but like maybe for right now um uh, you don't you don't need it well this is no a i don't i don't and i honestly don't i don't want it for a while but I, I just it was just like what i can see is you're really hurt and this is and this, i also this, feel like she was covering her bases like that like oh in case johnny goes and gossips about me and shane i better send this to woody yes and this and is that, a and i wasn't gonna say shit it's a reoccurring theme in your relationship so that's when you're talking about compounding 
Yeah. This is a compounded thing with your relationship with Danielle. That's not, this is the first no, time. Dude, we used to write. We used to laugh. She's meet me at the park. I'd be yeah, used tequila. to at some ta- point. You know, there, there was but like, there's been a, quite some time since it was like that. Yeah, well, she got super busy with this place. And then also, I don't know if she's still working at Hero Health or whatever. It was totally dude, different. She, you guys can have that back. Yeah. And it will happen on God's time. And I honestly feel like God is doing stuff for you that you can't do for yourself because you should. This is a good thing. Like you, you do need to focus on your recovery, and you do need to like let her just be, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. staff for a little while, yeah. and just focus on like the people in the house, like me and everyone else in the house, and even Woody. My and, like, sponsor just said what you're saying. Literally before you called me down, I was on the phone talking to Miles. Yeah, and, uh, and, and the truth the is, is thing. that like I, I'm almost like, I, I, I almost. Am like a little bit concerned with like how much I fuck with you. Like I've had thoughts with Wickham down here. Like oh, I want to like get Johnny down here with us. I want to like bring John. Like I remember when I invited you and Woody to like lunch. Like I want you, like to be like I fuck with you and I like hanging out with you like more than anyone in the house. That's why it's a little weird with you, Johnny, because we know you. We've known you since before you were here. Yeah. Yeah, this is my third podcast with you guys. Yeah, so but see that's the thing is like we have to tread carefully and we have to tread lightly because like I want to still be able to like do my job and um I don't know, I'm still learning about all this. Like yeah. I don't want to have It's very I, few and far between though that we get to have these intimate moments. You're I, always the boss at the house. I'm let's like, not, I don't always, even want to be looked at that way. I just want you to know that like that like you are valued in like the most highest regard. Thank like you, you are. It's not even about like thank you. It's just like <clears throat> Well, no, like you know like you just need to like know that in your heart. Like you need to know that. And and if you don't, then that's like super off, you know? And then you need to look at why you don't think that and why you can't, like, believe that or, like, love yourself enough. You're a lovable well, there's person, the, There's Johnny. the social media aspect to where um, I just don't – I don't have what you and Billy have, I think. Like, I just – I'm not – I'm not, I'm not like, on fire to go make TikToks right now. Well, and you, I see everyone else, like, me. Jordan's on fire and everything. And I think sometimes I go through these little slumps see, there's where, that's another – warped perception that he has. And it's also a comparison again. Yeah. You keep comparing yourself with others. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, are well, you're never, my only reference point. Work like, like listen, you guys are my only reference point. I'm in a gnarly slump right now, bro. But yeah. also and it I, happens. We co- it comes in waves, man. But here's the thing is I feel like you two, Sam and Johnny, you guys have more to offer than any of the people you just mentioned, it's just a matter of unlocking it. It's just a matter of like the fact that you're so insecure and you think these things about what people think of you and, and like everyone's against you and you're like, Oh, people don't like me. Like that's what's preventing you from like letting go and just being your authentic self on TikTok. Does that make sense? So yeah. you're going to grow and learn how to like be good with yourself and not be like tripping on every little thing and like making a mountain out of a molehill all the time. And then you'll be able to just like crush it. Yeah. I think, yes, I think Sam too, he, he'll he be able to crush it too, but he's yeah. also got the same challenge yeah. of getting over himself. A hundred percent. And he's also like super critical and like very much. Yeah. My perfectionism kicks in, but the thing is that yeah. there's something else going on for you, which is that like, 
what I think you're talking about is looking at social media to tell you how to feel about yourself. And that if there were enough views or follows or likes, then you would feel like enough. And this is why I'm always telling you, and I know you don't believe me, that you are already enough. And while you're looking to for the world to tell you how to feel about yourself, you're always going to feel like shit. And when the facts about you, which is that as everyone's sitting here saying and you're ignoring them, that you are lovable, that you have value, that you are the, uh, you are the only thing in the way of all the stuff you said you wanted before this meeting, during the meeting, right? If the wait, if the facts, if the facts about you matched how you felt about yourself, you would you would meet all life. of the life that you want Just to start live. with. Like, um, <laughs> well, because this is going to get like twenty thousand times the views that this little thing you're saying right now is going to get on from the podcast. Which you don't want to be in it. So you said. <laughs> You're looking at social media to define, right? That's how it started. Okay. Remember? Yeah. So we're doing the Learning to Lose podcast with Johnny and um, Billy and Sam. And Sam just said something really cool. Okay. So Johnny is looking for social media likes, follows, and views to tell him to, how to feel about himself, which as most of us do. And um, when the facts about you match how you feel about yourself the life that you seek will come to you. But while, you, while you're looking for the world to tell you how to feel about yourself, you're always going to feel like shit. Right. Yeah, because it has to come from inside, right? You can't get it from out here. It has to start from in here, and then it has to go out there. We can't be looking out there to come in here, you know? Yeah. And the thing is, if you have it in here, it doesn't even matter what happens outside. No, but it's, it's the, it's the, both flips work, which is if you have it in here, it doesn't matter. And at the same time, if you have it in here, does that relate at all? With the world talks with it's the second time I've seen this today and I forget what it means. Johnny, do you know what that means? Exactly as what as we're above, talking so about. Below. So I, I had a theory about that too, that I called as above, so below. And it's that like the greatest things we can see and observe with our eyes, like the, the galaxies and the universe, there's, there's always a, a planet, like a sun, and then moons and stars orbiting around them. And then if you get down to the most quantum level, like in a, inside the human cell, there's a proton, a neutron, an electron, just like that. You know, so like the biggest is also the smallest. Do you see what I'm saying? Okay. So no. Here's what I think as above, so below means. Okay. Is it a high performance okay. coach? Or is it as high? above, so below means when the facts match the feelings, you have emotional sobriety. Nice. When you when how you feel about yourself matches the facts, mm. you are free. Okay, right. So what's, what's inside on the outside, outside and what on the outside when they the match, inside. you're free. But you're, when you're uh, when when yourself. you project, when you project something that doesn't match how you feel underneath, you're in constant conflict conflict with yourself. I don't even know my own handle. Brit, what what does that mean to you? Don't you follow me? Do you Fuck. know that saying? In a different way. Does it have a different definition? It's so interesting that we just looked at that painting and that's literally what we were just well, talking about. the second about. time today I've Boom. seen it too, yeah. And that's then I, I was crazy. thinking... All right, so now you have enough of a base to where you can do something that will get like 10K, 20K. Yeah. 
Fucking, I, I, that's so annoyed. I didn't know not that, that it matters. I mean, that's what we're talking about. Wickham filmed me reading from that fucking book and it got 250,000. Oh, no, views. but bro, you're not yeah. going to, you're not going to catch fire until you have at least like 10 posts. You just got to keep posting I know. and like try to include like members of the crew. And the then, thing like, is like, I got all the shit to say in the world until you put a camera on me. And then I'm like, why did uh, it what? get so many? Isn't views? that weird? Because it's from the War of Art, and it's a particularly great quote. Oh, what was okay. the quote? Hold on, we're, we're you gonna... should hear this. Actually, the quote is: Hold on, where's your phone? Oh, for God's sake! What? I'm trying to help you. You no, gotta be prepared, young man. Way. I'm you saying for God's like sake, to me, so happy. I'm gonna put you on, bro. Yeah, but I feel like there's 250,000 people. Like, didn't you already say that on someone else's? Shit? Oh my God, dude! None of those people are gonna. Yeah. So what? Maybe you did. Okay. Uh... I don't even fucking what. Oh, let's all kick. Let's all TikTok and go. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're trying to talk to like I can't people even do it. all over the world. It used to be all the time in your face camera like this. I didn't realize I was oh, such so a fucking Oh, so we got Johnny on the Learning to Lose podcast and he's, what are you, you're defining your, what do you, you're in a. I'm just expressing my gratitude for Sam who's about to teach us a. Uh, a piece <laughs> of how to socialize with media. Okay, this is my favorite quote, quote from The War of Art, and it goes. Let's just make it and a little more like this. Just go what for it. What the fuck is happening here? <laughs> Hair that. I like that too. Okay, this is my favorite quote from The War of Art, and it goes, If you've ever fi- found yourself asking, am I really a writer? Am I really an artist? The chances are you are. The counterfeit innovator is wildly self-confident. The real one is scared to death. So Sam, you should you should Pat. let me let me just bro say listen one to thing. this. You should hit like that over it. It sounded really good. Epic cinematic. Yeah, it is pretty. Uh, oh my god, dude! It's like builds you up. Or Hold something. on, listen. Like his voice over this shit. Yeah. Like there are people that literally have millions of followers. And all they're doing, like, dude, look at this with this music. I love how meta this is. Someone on the podcast is listening to us put shit on TikTok. Oh, yeah. We're no longer podcasting. Now we're TikToking. All anyone notices on these things is my white eyelashes. <laughs> All the fucking comments are like, you got white eyelashes. Did you dye them? That's great. Yeah, I saw that. Sometimes, but you're wearing the same shirt. Sometimes the fuck ups are really fun to leave in too. Like when he started doing his thing, because they know us and they know Pat has like ADD and he's going to be doing that while you're doing this, and it kind of makes it fun, you know. Who said that? I just, I said that. Billy, can I eat a macadamia? I'm nut? sorry, but oh, we yeah. live in uh, 2020, and it's really, really hot. <laughs> can you act? Hold on a second. I'm not even, I didn't, like, that's how crazy I am, is I really don't know. Like, I just said 2020, like, genuinely thinking it was 2020. So, but, like, this is, I don't know, this is just what what I've been doing and it's like how we have what we have because it's like you gotta you have to meet 
like this ADD nation, like where they're at. You can't be stuck in like. At the moment, you're static and stagnant. They're like they're already out. Yeah. So the fact that you're all over the place means they that they can focus. Me. Yeah. Yeah. But it's well, also like tough because is I it, have. Is it called epic war music theme? Just epic cinematic. There's hundreds. Just called epic cinematic. Um. Oh, I can send it to you. I just sent it to you. It's a little much. I should do that one running down the street. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. So do you know how to running use it, and though? Talking. So you have to, like, favorite it? Oh, yeah, cool. So then just push the little music button. and It's going to go way over my voice, though, will it? you got to put the volume down. I was just in the middle of trying to explain I you what to do. I don't know what I'm doing. Well, all. that's what I'm telling you. Push the music button and turn down the volume. To like maybe 10 or With something. With the side of my phone? No, no. There's a, there should be two little bars on the bottom. Damn, look at Billy. Yeah, one for voice and one Billy for is showing Sam how to do a how TikTok. Else? What? It's really cool. Drag to adjust the sound. It's not... Maybe on the top right in the pull down, there's like a mixer. I'm at 1%. We've got to figure now? this out. Three my minutes? phone's going to die. Oh my God, this is bad. Can oh, someone here. do it? Jesus. This is life and death. What do I text, oh, Sam? What kind of phone What's do you your handle? At the high performance coach. H-Y-P-E-R. Oh. Oh. All right, Jesus. I want it loud, though. It's amazing. It's way better than what I say. <laughs> I'd be way better than before. I mean, if the music's too loud, they can't hear you, so. Fascinating. This has been fruity. 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 This is the most real it could have been. Yeah, it's amazing. And like, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say like that this following I've built over the past year isn't like Meaningful making me you. feel amazing. And it's like, 
Um, but it's, I've just learned over the past 10 years or more, I never gave up. I kept trying to do it and I learned so much about like what it means and like how to get it and not to overthink it. And now I'm using it. Like the main thing I'm trying to do right now is like fill this house up. That's what I'm using it for. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's like. It's, I didn't, I don't know. It's just really cool that it all kind of worked out that way. It's almost, it's almost like I was chasing the external shit from the beginning. And then it just like, God like turned it into like something that like I can use for like good. But you know what? You taught me that lesson and it was, it's still kind of mind fucking, I'm sorry for all the bad words, but you explained to me the value of social media because I'm someone that does not give a, I'm like, what the, f-, you know, but I'm seeing the more I'm into it, people making money, making careers, getting their art out there, everything through social media. And there, and you told me even before you got big, how important it was. It's everything. And, and it it's really, the most important thing that you can do. As a human being, um, this is going to sound crazy to some people, but it's some it's it's you have an audience, you have a platform, you have something that nobody can ever take from you. It's yours and yours alone. You don't need a fucking agent, a middleman. I mean, if you're not an artist, it doesn't even matter if you're not an artist. No, it doesn't. Because if you want to sell shoes, or if you want, if you're, I don't care who you are or what you do. What do you do? Let's, I want to talk to her for a second. She's she's knee deep in this stuff, though. But but just yeah. So just be careful with when you when you move that. This is her job. <coughs> I want to talk to you really? because you're looking at us kind of like I don't know what you're thinking. I have a very very different perspective on social media, and I am all right. Let's talk about it so I can change it. Deep in it on a daily basis. <laughs> right. Fucking drowning. Um, I actually deactivated my Facebook like a little over a week ago because I have the luxury of doing that for a very small period of time while I'm not working. I don't actually have to have it. But why didn't you just like stop going on? It's a treat because it is literally impossible. It is manufactured to keep your attention at all costs. It will fucking dominate your life and that is what it is designed to do. It does it very, very well, and it's very insidious. So as alcoholics, we all know that even though we don't want to fucking drink, if that bottle is there, you're probably going to fucking drink it. So you're just like not on it. Um, I have my my Instagram is still active, um, and Messenger is still active only because uh, a, great, a great number of... Um, past cast members, um, cast that I've considered. I've made a lot of friends through my job. I'm a casting producer for social media marketing for Facebook. Um, so a lot of the people that I meet because they're for Facebook campaigns are through Facebook. Um, and so that's the way that they contact me. They don't necessarily have my email or my telephone number. Um, and I do like to keep in touch with a lot of people that I cast and work with on projects. I'm just, I'm, I'm just like wondering, like, you don't use it. You don't want to be on it. I really, I really do not. There's, there's a handful of reasons. Um, I'm not even asking why. I'm just, I just want to get to the, like, I mean, that's fine. Like, so 
for people who are just not into it, like I have like Derek Prosser, like my sponsee, like he's just not ever going to be that guy. I'm very capable of being that person. I have to be that person in order to do my job well. It is a job that happens on social media. Do do you hear what like we're saying? Oh, I do. It is a tool. It's a tool to be wielded as any other tool. It is, if left on a fucking table, it is harmless and inactive. It's only fucking used or it's only, you know, it only finds its purpose through the individual usage of it. But for me, having to be on it for work is, it's, it can often be so fucking exhausting because like some days you just want to take a day off of social media, especially when things spike around the world, especially now with what's happening with, uh, so between take a day it, off. It's impossible though. When it's my job, I don't have that choice because well, yeah, I have I mean, to be on the platform. Well, yeah. So that's why I've deactivated it. I will have to reactivate so you it can't when I go back to work, but you can't separate work from like your personal life. I can't work without it. It's physically impossible. Because I work, I'm cast for campaigns for Facebook. These people wow. have to be on what about, Facebook. Like, TikTok, though, I do not have a TikTok. Um, Why not? I cannot. I, I there's there's no room in my um, mental yeah, health. So that's fine for another social media platform. Um, I have Instagram, which is the only thing I have right now that's active. Um, just because that's what if you could how, do your job better if you had TikTok? No. You sure? Yeah, no. Uh, but to, um, oh, what if? You know though? what? I Hold have to. Just, I have to just, double check this. Just chill. I don't believe that Facebook or Facebook owns TikTok. No, they don't. But I'm just like I'm just curious. What do you? If you could do anything in the world, mm. what would you want to do? Do you mean in terms of a career? Yeah. I would be on Broadway, musical theater. Oh, yeah. dope. Yeah. Dope. I would do theater, too. That's the fucking... Fuck TV. That's the, so, the pipe dream if you could have gone back and rewritten your so, fucking life. Well, you don't need to go back. You don't need to rewrite anything. Don't get me wrong. I love my fucking job. I'm no, no, no. very fucking I, good I'm at it. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just saying, like... I know what he's going to say. <laughs> well, I mean, just imagine the possibilities. Like... There's no rules to what you can and can't do or who or, or things you can try. Like I was just listening to Joe Rogan talking about how this guy sort of reinvented stand up by like posting 10 minute clips on Instagram and I mean I think that like the fact that you work for Facebook has really not has, technically for Facebook or whatever but, like yeah. you work like in this social media space so it's probably like really like fucked up like how you see it. And it's probably, you're like working against quietly nodding my head. Yeah. But like, I'm just saying like, imagine if like you were to like read dream parts or, you know, just practice doing things that you want to do one day and like that. And you created an account like based on that and like re like posting stuff that you love or like pulling little clips from like things and like repurpose. And you had this like curated feed that was like all sur- surrounding like your dream of what you want to do. Well, my, don't get me wrong. I'm living my fucking dreams. I love my job. It's fascinating. I have a great wide open space of upward trajectory available to me in any direction that I choose to take within the industry. I've got a 
fuck ton of experience. In Broadway? No, no. In within film and television. Um, but you want to do Broadway? That is that's, the pipe dream. That's the pipe dream. Right. That's that's not an option for me. My voice is it is, is strong, option. but it's not Broadway strong. That is a fucking fantasy. That's right. like. What the fuck could you do if unicorns actually existed? Yeah, but yeah, it's still but great. That. It's still great. But I, uh, but love- I just I think that people should like have a hobby in line with their pipe dream. I have fuck tons of hobbies. No, but like the one, and, like, but in line with that ultimate dream. Danny DeVito did Broadway. I have lots of. I would say I have lots of fucking pipe dreams. I am fascinated by. Almost everything I encounter in life, my attention span is, it's scattershot. Like, everything's fascinated. Um, But I think if we were, no, I mean, I already fucking, I already lived my pipe dream for 10 years. I was a roller skating pole dancer. I fucking got paid to skate and make, I made up a fucking job for a living and made a great fucking run at it for a decade. Like, that's yeah, so, that's so another pipe dream, and I fucking live that. Now I roller skate like all the fu- well, I've roller skated all the time since I was four. But like, look, so you're good. And I'm that's fucking fine. yeah. I'm fucking. Like, we're, we're we're speaking to like thousands of other people who aren't good. Yeah. So like, and for for those people who aren't good and they want more, I I can't think of any other way of like. Just like speaking directly to people who want to hear or see or buy whatever it is that you're trying to like yeah. do. Social media is is a fucking it's a tool. Yeah. It is. Um, it's like a medium. It's yeah. It's just a tool. It is. Uh, it's not a. It's not a fucking. It's not a person. It's not good or bad inherently. And for all of the when used. I don't want to say good or bad, but you can use it to communicate with people, inspire people. Um, I think it's incredible uh, for like the youth to have access to this really great thing growing up that we never fucking had because they see and identify themselves with so many other people that they might not necessarily know, but now they have like language to identify their sexual identity or their gender identity. It is an incredible tool for like the spread of information but that knife that blade also has another side to it Mm -hmm. and having to be on it for work all day every day when i'm actually working i see all of those sides of it and it is exhausting for me yeah no we're not talking about you yeah can i ask a question and everything has two sides and two blades and good and bad yeah everything yeah i just feel like the world like I don't know. I just feel like there's definitely a mm, de- like the fucking demonization of social media and it's just like really fucking yeah, off. Can I go there for a second? Yeah. So in your opinion, what is the ultimate worst aspect of social media? How does it degrade or hurt people the very deepest and the most? Mm, that's a really good question. Um... I think, I mean, in addition to the, I mean, really the most baseline is the, the compare 
and despair aspect of it as well. It does create unrealistic expectations, which is, I mean, you can't say that without acknowledging that it doesn't inspire people to do great things. This is the thing. It's a double-edged sword. So for every fucking thing that you can demonize about it, that, okay, this is perfect because when you were saying, how do you read as above, so below, this is the way that I understand that phrase that I've always taken it in like a... As above, so below means that for everything, there is an equal and as like great opposite, right? So like yeah. how when lightning strikes and you see it from below the, the clouds, that lightning shoots up as well in the same direction. Like for as much fucking, like when you're in a relationship with somebody and you are so deeply fucking madly in love with them, that heartbreak hits harder when that shit is over because you felt so intensely so with social media for all of the things that you can say that to demonize it to fucking you know say that it's it's useless and it's corrupting the fucking youth and it's it's all these things it does all of the opposite things just as effectively it is just as powerful one way or the other so you really can't demonize it without also acknowledging yeah but we're not trying to great, demonize it i just wanted great to... shit that it does I, yeah yeah. I just As wanted above, to know so what below. the You know, and isn't there a law of physics that talks about equal reaction? Yeah, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. There you go. Yeah. That's how I understand as above. I so wanted below. to know, just side note, do you know any monologues or soliloquies? You know there was my favorite book of monologues, um, and I don't know I think this is this is a, a pen name. It's called Talking With by Jane Martin. Okay. It's a very small blue paperback book. And there is this, it was a monologue that I did in high school in a theater class. And I don't know why it was just the weirdest fucking shit, but it stuck with me. I cannot recite it for you. I have not read it in probably a decade, oh. but it's the monologue that always sits in my fucking brain. When someone says monologue, that's the one I think of. What is it? You can't think of it? It is this woman coming in for this audition and she has a fucking cat and she has a hammer and she is a box of fucking squirrels in her head and she is so scattered and just manic and very um, flighty and like, and she ends up like nailing and they don't specify this in the actual monologue. She ends up nailing either the cat or the cat's leash to the fucking floor. But it's not clear which. Oh, wow. It's wild. It's so fucking weird. I mean, the whole collection of monologues is fucking brilliant. But that was the one that I was like, who the fuck is this character? It can, is it because you relate with that character? <laughs> I don't know. I think I was just fascinated because I hadn't encountered that character in anything that I'd consumed in terms of like film, television, mm. um, like theater previously. It was just a very like left field i don't know it was like i felt like a magpie and it was like the shiny thing that caught me from across a fucking football field i was like yeah. what the fuck is glinting in the sun over there i must have it i'm a shakespeare freak i, I did everything to try and impress my father because i'm in the middle of eight kids oh fun so i've got these army ranger brothers and like football brothers and then i'm like this <laughs> i was uh homeschooled on a dairy farm and we had the complete works of william shakespeare and like a bible and then milking cows. And so for fun, I would memorize like the most complicated soliloquies in the world. That's fantastic. And then I would try and put them for my dad. And he'd be like, well, what about your brother? 
catching that football over there. And I'd be like, well, that to be or not to be. And I'd get into everything. With Two households. Both alike. Indignity in fair Verona. No, she did. Where we lay our scene from ancient grudge. So you know something. Where civil blood makes civil hands unclean. Do you want to hear them in a minute? We can get all excuse. No, I could do. I could get do, so stoked. I could do. Uh, I could do the to be or not to be in forty-five seconds. That is fucking wild. Let's do it. You want to hear it? Okay, right. I'm, I'm listening. Take to it be away. or not to be, that is the question. Whether it's snowboard in the mind, to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, to take arms against a sea of troubles, and by opposing end them in a thousand natural shocks that flashes there to. Tis a consummation devoutly to be wished. To die, to sleep, to sleep, a chance to dream. I, there's the rub for in that sleep of death. What dreams may come when we have shuffled off this mortal coil must give us pause. There's the respect that makes calamity of so long life, for who will bear the whips and scorns of time, the oppressor's wrong, the proud man's contumely, the pangs of despised love. The insolence of all this is a lost delay, or the spurns the patient merit of the unworthy man takes. When he himself might disquiet us, make with a bare bucket and a knife, who would these fardels bear? To grunt and sweat under a weary life, but for the dread of something after death, the undiscovered country of moves born, no travel returns. Puzzles the will and makes us rather bear those ills we have than to fly to others we know not of, thus conscience doth make cowards of us all. And thus the need of hue of resolution is sickly over the pale cast of thought, and enterprises of great pith at the moment of disregard their occurrence turn right and lose the name of action. All right, that's amazing, but I got a task for you now. Take one small piece of that and do it slow and super dramatic. I didn't Just breathe one the whole small time piece. you did that. One small piece. Wow. To be or not to be, that is the question. A little louder so I can hear you. To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether it is no burn the mind to suffer the slings and arrows or rages fortune or to take arms against a sea of troubles and by opposing it. And the thousand natural shocks that flesh is heir to. Tis a consummation devoutly to be wished. To die. To sleep. To sleep perchance to dream. Aye, there's the rub. From that sleep of death, what dreams may come when we have shuffled off this mortal coil must give us pause. There's the respect that makes calamity of so long life. For who would bear the whips and scorns of time? The oppressor's wrong. The proud man's contumely. The pangs of despised love. The insolence of office or the law's delay. Or the spurns the patient merit of the unworthy man takes when he himself might as quiet as make with a bare bug and... Who would these fardels bear to grunt and sweat under a weary life but for the dread of something after death? Nice. That's fucking insane that you have that many words just ready to fucking shotgun out into the world. Oh, we've got dozens and like dozens that. and dozens. Walnuts, you did too. You, up you were holding bit. it back. You know what? I'm really good at retaining. Two households, both like. And, you had Being that. pretty, pretty um, fairly healthy. Theme songs to board games and sitcoms. That's what fucking takes residence in my brain. Do one. Oh, God. <sighs> Do you. <laughs> Do you remember Is Hungry Hungry midnight? Hippos? Do you remember oh. Full House? I do, do remember, remember Hungry. The Fresh I do, I Prince do, of Bel-Air. I do remember Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, my God. They're just In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playgrounds where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, Max, and relaxing all cool and all shooting some b-ball. Outside of school when a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got one little fight. My mom's got scared. Just said, I'm moving with your auntie, uncle, and Bel-Air. 
was for a cab, and when it came near, the lights blazed and fresh air dice in the mirror. If anything, I could say this cab was red, but I thought, nah, forget it. Now home's the bell ass. I rolled up to a house around seven or eight, and I yelled to the cab, your home, catch you later. Looked in the kingdom, I was finally there. Sit on my throne at the principal there. There's actually a forgotten verse. You guys make in the a middle nice duet because you have a, you have like a higher voice and a lower voice, like yeah, really totally. high and low. That was fun. Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off. That's okay. No, I haven't seen it Not yet. yet. Like it's absolutely terrible. Wait, wait. Would not. It's incredible. I just, uh, halfway through, I was like, wait, one of the people is missing. And then Will goes, we couldn't have done this without me mentioning the fallout with this person. And they go into this whole thing, and he meets with her, and they haven't spoken since the show. And, like, she's like, you ruined my career. And, you know, like, but it's, it's, the, the, it's car crash because it's a bunch of, jobbing actors, some of whom have done two or three things since that show. Right. And Will Smith. Right. On a couch, all kind of laughing together. And it feels very much to me in my tiny brain, like they're all sitting there going like, bro, help us out, will you? Right. Like the whole time, and no one's saying it. And they're laughing along, and like, but everyone's like, you, it feels like everyone wants to say like, like, really. Yeah. But but what? how would you say it? And, and You can't hate him for going farther, you know? No, you can't. Um, but you could ask for, like, bit parts. Like, could you just give me the audition? Just, just one. I mean... Well, I think the thing about it is just what happens happens, but now they're sitting down later and talking about it. No, and it's just, I mean, look, not, it's not his fault. It's not his responsibility. But, no. but watching them all sit together, it's a, the disparity is like, it's heavy on the air. Yeah. It's worth watching for that reason. Yeah, I mean, when you get to that level, these guys have, you know, $200,000 Da Vinci veneers and their skins, microdermabrasion and porcelain. And like, uh, and then you've got I this guy to... who's been working at the factory just because, uh, you know, and I would, you know, yeah, you would feel a little less than maybe, you know. This is a recurring thing for you. I, 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 yeah. All right, guys. How were you at, at 90 days, though, Sam? Were you... There's absolutely no way I would have been able to handle the podcast that you just went Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. It's very admirable what you guys are doing here. I mean, it's it's takes yeah, big, big balls. Big balls. You guys are changing so incredibly fast because you're being forced to face the stuff that, you know, like, I, I went to AA, right? And yeah. I got coffee with everyone that would join me, and I hung out and obsessed and talked about myself. And people listened to me thaw out, yeah. which was great. It was very kind. I owe them my life for doing that. But it took me eight and a half years to surrender right. and get out of the way. Billy and, and you Pat. You guys are doing it in eight and a half weeks. Well, Billy and Pat have, I did the first podcast with Two Days Sober after helping Billy move out of his entire house. Mm. I moved his whole house and Johnny is just strong, dude. Did you get a light shone in your face for two hours? I was trembling and shaking and sweating and, right. and so, babbling. But at that point, you probably wouldn't have been conscious enough to really notice. But like now, you're feeling every word. Yeah. Oh, so the fact sorry. that you're still Can in he that keeps chair making me move and then you keep making me, sorry. Huge. 
yeah. Is there somebody in the bathroom? No. Should we wrap it up? I've got to go uh, to bed. Hey, Caleb, can you just hit that bar? Good night, everybody. It's been fun. I don't know what happened to Pat. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Thanks for having us. Good night.